you wake up and it's like Groundhog Day. Gosh, I hate that movie. <laughs> the reality of loss sets in again and again. The first weeks and months and yes, even in the first year, the daily grind of grief is where the battles are fought. Yes, day by day by day by day by painful day by sad day by hard day by tear-filled day by angry day by exhausted day. That was a little annoying, wasn't it? <laughs> but that's the daily grind. It's so annoying. It's never-ending and you feel like you're getting nowhere and that you'll never get better. I know that's how it feels, but it is absolutely incorrect. The daily grind is where the battle is won in life and in grief. Daily surrender to God, daily walking with him and putting value on the insignificant daily grind will take you from where you are today to an incredible future. The daily grind of grief is where the battles are fought and it is your choice if that battle is won or lost. These are the days that add up to months and years of your future. The foundational value of these days cannot be overemphasized. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on that couch. I'm Steph and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I hope you feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in Mexico, our spotlight country for the week. Also want to give a shout out to California, still on top with the most downloads. I share these because I want you to know that you are not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. In the first weeks after the death of your loved one, there is so much to be done. There is funeral planning and that sickening feeling of seeing your loved one in the obituary section. There is the legal stuff and decisions to be made on the burial or final wishes if there were any. There are people bringing food, calling, coming by, and sharing what they think will be helpful. You know, in Maryland, we don't put wreaths on doors when someone dies. So when it was offered after Monica died, I said no, because it made me feel pitiful. I think those who were born down here in North Carolina find it honoring. Anyway, after the first month, the majority of food, help, and support is gone. Because as we've talked about before, people have to get back to their lives. Now you're left to fight the battles alone, and there are many of them that will come in that first year. You have to deal with their belongings, and you may even have to sell possessions that feel like a kick in the gut. You have to work through the legal issues, deal with anniversaries and birthdays. And if you have a job, you have to decide when to go back and then figure out 
how to go back with all the emotions you have. Going back to work is like walking in an entirely different world than the one you left because life has flipped and nothing will ever look the same. As with anything in life, any major loss or major goal, grief isn't short-lived or easy or anything like you expected. It's so much harder. You can't will your way through or try to feel less pain or be in control of the tears. See, a strong will, trying hard, and control, they are no longer weapons in your arsenal because they don't help. It really is the opposite. You want to allow yourself to be sad. Stop trying hard to get over what you're walking through and forget about controlling the tears or how the day will go or controlling anything right now. These battles are like eating an elephant. <laughs> Let that sink in. Let's just pretend you want to eat an elephant. Picture said elephant sitting in your living room right now. And to help your visual, elephants can be up to 13 feet from shoulder to toe and weigh up to 13,000 pounds. So can you try hard to push him onto a plate? Can you use willpower to pretend you can eat him in one serving? Can you control what he does to the inside of your house as you try to figure out how to eat him? No to all those absurd things because the elephant like grief, it's too big to do anything with. And like the elephant, grief will tear your house down if you don't figure out how to digest it. The answer to how to eat an elephant is the answer to why the daily grind is important after loss. You have to do it one bite at a time, one day at a time. You have to understand that it won't be done quickly or easily and others around you have to realize that you are dealing with something far bigger than you ever have. The mornings you wake up and think, what's the point, will be plentiful in the beginning. And honestly, what is the point of waking up to pain, walking through the day with pain and going to bed with, yep, more pain? The point is that you truth and love alert here. You didn't die with your loved one. I know I would have been okay to go to heaven after Monica died, but I didn't. I was still here. There are more chapters in the story of your life to be written. God isn't finished with you, and he will take your pain, the mundane, the daily grind, to work perseverance, power, and purpose into the rest of your life. So in the never-ending Groundhog Day movie days you are tired of as you wait to be on the other side of such hard grief, start looking at them differently. Now there's no music playing like in the movies. There's no before and after picture in those long days. But there is a battle being won. Each and every one of those days is important. God gave us each day, and with that comes a promise of a better day. Each bite of that elephant will bring you closer to manageable pieces. It's that slow with grief, but understand there is no before and after without the daily grind. You have to show up for you 
even if you don't think you're important enough to show up for. Because you are. God said so. You have to show up for those who need you. What, you don't think anyone needs you? Well, you are wrong. God said so. Our verse for the week is Philippians 1.6. And it says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. God's not finished with you. He still has plans and you still have a future. You have to show up for your future and fulfill your purpose. Because if you are breathing, you have a purpose. Get out of that bed, get off that couch, and move. Don't worry about what the purpose is right now. You just have to believe that you have one. Stop hating the daily grind and embrace the fact that you are building your future each day, and especially when it doesn't feel like it. This is the house of your future. Make sure the foundation is strong by getting through the daily grind of mundane, of pain, of overwhelm, and know that you only have to get through this one day. Right now, tomorrow is not for you to worry about or allow fear to dictate. The daily grind can bring much comfort if you will let it. Create a non-negotiable, be that praying or reading or rising or walking the dog or volunteering or helping somebody and accomplish it every day. It will empower you just a little. All you have to do is work with that mustard seed. The planting and growing of the fields, that will come, but that is not for you to worry about right now. So take your mustard seed in hand. Know that you matter, that you have a future, and that you will get there by showing up for the daily grind. It is not fun or easy or glamorous, and it probably won't be a picture on your Facebook account, but it's important. I'm going to say it again. The daily grind of grief is where the battles are fought, and it is your choice if that battle is won or lost. These are the days that add up to months and years of your future. The foundational value of these days cannot be overemphasized. So your journey works. The work of your journey for this week and your daily grind are, I want you to picture someone else who is going through the very circumstances that you are. Take a minute here to picture a friend and put your circumstances on her. What would you tell her to do on a daily basis? See, sometimes we know what to do and can easily tell someone else because we value others more than we do ourselves. Go to the mirror. Yes, a mirror. I know it's a weird request, but go to the mirror and share with this friend the importance of praying, reading, and rising. Share with her the importance of getting through another day until she doesn't have to work so hard to get through another day. And share with this beautiful woman in the mirror how God has a purpose for her. Tell her that her life has a meaning and that she has to show up for it each day. Show up to the best of her ability. And here are other ways for you to take action and connect. The What to Do After the Loss of a Loved One workshop is available for purchase. I do wish I had this during the first year of my grief, and that's why I created it. 
If you need direction on what to do during the first days, weeks, months, and even first year, if you feel stuck, this workshop will be a tremendous help. Listen at the end for more details or go to grieftogreatday.com to purchase. If you feel stuck and want to talk out the next best step to take, or you want to talk about purpose after loss, schedule an individual grief coaching session. You can join the Facebook group. If you want to be a part of an amazing group of faith-filled women walking out the hardest journey of their lives, this is the group to join. If you don't have a home church, visit mychurchopendoorchurch.com. Links to everything you need are in the show notes. In the meantime, remember who holds your future. Remember he has a future for you. And keep on coming back to the house, keep sitting on this couch, and keep taking steps, however small or slow, towards your healing. And here are the details on what to do now after the loss of a loved one, the workshop. Your search for what do I do now, it's over. If your loved one has just died and you feel like you're in the twilight zone and you don't know what to do, this is the workshop you need. What's just happened to you is surreal and the world can feel upside down. Getting through the day is hard enough, but knowing where to find help for what you're going through should not add to the overwhelm. Don't be frustrated searching for help and then do nothing. Mindless internet searches and the quotes on loss, the ones that make you nod in agreement, may provide momentary relief. But don't you want to truly heal? I know you'd rather stay in bed, but time alone does not heal all wounds. What you do with the time that is what will determine your destination. I know you've thought, I never knew it would be this hard, but you don't know what role you play in your healing process. So in this workshop, you'll discover the most important actions to take in the confusing first days, weeks, and months of grief when the world has flipped and you're still in a fog. So think about this. What if you knew the next best step to take right now as you're forced to live life without your loved one? What if you knew the destructive actions to avoid and why? What if you didn't need to sort through the list of try this or read that from well-meaning friends and family who haven't been through loss? What if you knew someone who saw the warrior rising within you while understanding the endless tears and pain you fight against every day? What if you could build your faith instead of distancing yourself from God as you process the whys, the what-ifs, and the endless questioning? And what if you had help to live when you can't imagine life without them? Now, there are four actions to take, and the workshop walks you through each of them. They are, action one, pursue God. The power, it's not in religion. It's in the relationship. Action two, understand grief. Grief will affect you physically, spiritually, and emotionally in ways you never imagined. Action three, process daily life. The daily grind, that's where the battles are won. Action four, seek support. There's a lot of choices for support, both in person and online, but not in alignment with your Christian values. Do not wait to walk toward healing. Become empowered, not overwhelmed. I know everything else is confusing right now. This won't be. 
you're going to receive lifetime access to the workshop, a private Facebook group, six bonuses, including audio and written downloads, meditation cards, and discounts. So if you're ready to finally take God-focused, healthy action, get rid of the overwhelm, the wishing and the wanting to get better, this, this is the place to start. I know what it's like to watch someone you love die, to sit in a corner and to scream, to be angry with God and to hurt so bad you can't even describe it. I've experienced the kind of loss that takes your breath away. I've fought the endless tears and felt like a failure when I couldn't hold it together in church or as I ran out of the grocery store. There's hope and help. You can heal and get to the point that you're ready to create a life for yourself. And if that sounds far away or even impossible, then you're in the right place. God gave me the heart and the passion to help you walk through the hardest moments. You need to know there's life on the other side of grief. Maybe you can't even breathe right now, and the thought of laughing or being happy again seems unrealistic. Your world has been turned upside down, but you can survive and even thrive. You will breathe, laugh, and live again. The healing you want is real, and it's within your reach. And this is where you start. Take faith-based action for your healing. Go to grief2greatday.com, grief2greatday.com. Click on Work With Me and scroll to Workshop to purchase today. Look, there's a money-back guarantee, so there's nothing to lose, but there is help and hope to gain. Don't delay. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.